0: Live at 5 Sports of Todd and Sue and brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Well, Jim, the all-star break in Major League Baseball uh, tends to bring reflection on the first half. Uh, how do we improve in the second half? Uh, you had, uh, Your column is about Joe Polad. He's kind of operating the Twins. Now, tell us about him, his role, and kind of what's going on with the Twins here at the all-star break.
1: Yeah, so he, he's 41. He took he's. Bob Polad's son he's Jim Polad's nephew Jim Polad was the executive chair basically meaning you run the franchise for the Polad family uh, he basically retired in November handed it off to uh, Joe Polad who's been working for the twins pretty much his whole life has worked a bunch of different departments preparing for the day when he would take over at some point so now he this is his first half season plus uh, in charge and I had a you know I had a chance to have kind of a one-on-one conversation with him, and uh, he chose his words very carefully. But I think you know, if you read the piece, if you were in the room, you get certainly get the sense that he's very frustrated. That he expects this team to be much better than it is. Uh, he expects this team to be capable of not only winning the division handily, but also winning a playoff series. And this is, you know, what I point out in my piece: Pollard's are known for patience. Uh, four managers and four different general managers, counting Terry Ryan's two different Mm stints since 1986. That just doesn't happen in modern professional sports. They're patient to a fault. Joe does not sound like he's going to be that patient. Mm -hmm. Uh, He sounds more like, this team better win or there will be changes.
0: Yeah, and uh, what kind of change? I mean, can we expect is Rocco Baldelli on the hot seat then in your mind?
1: I think he would be the first and easiest move if they decide they need to change things. Uh now the interesting thing there is I think Derek Falvey is absolutely uh 100% behind Baldelli. So that would be an interesting conversation, but he's the owner. I mean, he's the boss. He it, it's his call. Um but I can't imagine Falvey firing Baldelli unless Joe Polad basically ordered him to. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what year was it that uh, Rocco took over? Was it 17 or it was 19. 18 in 2019 and they had that terrific season. And then in 20, the shortened season played awfully well again since then more of a struggle.
1: Yes. And, and that, I think that's the feeling around the organization right now. I spent a lot of time with the team last couple weeks and there's a sense that, okay, you know, there are plenty of excuses. Last year it was injuries. You know, you've, 2021 was a surprise disappointment. 2022 was almost all due to injuries. But now here, you know, they they reinvest, they invest heavily in Correa. They've invested heavily in Buxton. Um, They have one of the best pitching staffs in baseball, and they have enough offensive talent that they should be scoring more runs and winning a lot more games, and it's not happening. Uh, There is a real sense of frustration among the people in management I talk to about this team. Um, Falvey, Levine, Rocco tend to be more, hey, we think the process is good. We think we'll fix this. We think we'll be good. Uh, The other people in the organization uh, seem to be losing a little patience at this point because this is a third straight year where they feel like they're underachieving.
0: And and, uh, as they, you know, kind of roll through that, of course, the guys that are running things want people to have patience, but – would ownership be more influenced by the Twins being booed off the field yesterday after being swept by the Orioles?
1: I think they're embarrassed by it. They're bothered by it. Uh, they're not going to like fire Rocco tomorrow or anything right, because right. of it. But it, it it does add to the tension around the team right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really think that this team better play better. This ha- you know, it, listen. I still see a. Potential. If they start taking a good hitting approach, you know. I mean, honestly, what I'd do is I'd fire the hitting coach right now, and that wakes everybody up and puts everybody on notice. And then you better have a you better perform from here on out. And then you know it's always hard to to guess how you're going to feel about a season. Like if they play really well the rest of the year and lose a close playoff series where they win a couple of games, you know, do you fire people after that? It's easy to say, oh, you have to win a playoff series, you're firing everybody. The reality can be can play out differently. If they don't make the playoffs in this division, I do think Joe Polite will 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 push for Baldelli to be changed. What I don't know is whether he would hold Falvey responsible or
0: not. They aren't likely to do it mid-season. It wouldn't seem that's just no. not kind of their way, is it?
1: Uh, no, and there have been enough injuries. There's been enough, you know, I don't know. There's been enough, enough bad luck mixed in. Uh, the team still has a chance to win. You know, I don't think you fix anything by firing somebody right now. I could still see this team having a good season. Uh, but I think the end of the, I think there is going to be pressure. I think this team is now under pressure to perform or else. Mm.
0: The guys making the most money are not really living up to their standards right now. Correa and Buxton uh, both struggling, and obviously the Buxton health issues.
1: Yes. And I think one of the most disappointing thing for fans and for ownership is that the hitting approach is so obviously flawed. Mm. Um, they are, and you know, who are their best hitters right now? Julianne Lewis, two rookies who are both willing and able to hit the ball, the opposite field. And don't just swing Mm. through the fences every time up and don't just accept strikeouts as part of the the game. And Donovan Solano is a journeyman utility player who just knows how to hit. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Buxton and Correa have been terrible, absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. And Correa should be this team's leader, but you can't really lead when you're fixing. You're worried about your own problems. Uh, Buxton has been taking a lot of bad at bats this year, mm-hmm. uh, and either one of them could get hot at any time. Either one of them could carry the team, but I'm, you know, I'm kind of tired of saying it's going to happen. It's got to. It's we got to wait and see if it happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it may not. We I, I guess we just don't know for sure, and. Uh, until the season plays itself out. How about baseball as a whole here at the All-Star break? Uh, Rob Manfred got booed every time he came to the mic. I'm not really sure why. The people have their own reasons uh, uh, that maybe it's just tradition because the other commissioners in their drafts, they get booed too. Uh, But where is baseball right now? I think baseball is in great shape in a
1: lot of ways. Uh, Just about everybody has an incredible ballpark, and I credit Bud Seeley for that. Mm uh they are making a lot of money uh they're probably going to take more control over their broadcasts uh which will probably be a good thing for the game and probably make the games more accessible you're not going to be looking every day and oh where's this game what internet site is this that game on tonight um the franchises are healthy the there are great players and great young players all across the game i think speeding up the game is a Great move. I think the next move will either be robot umpire or at least being able to challenge obvious missed uh, calls on strike ball, ball strike calls because they missed so many of them. Um, I think the game's in great shape. Uh, Otani's amazing, but we also have to accept that baseball will never be football. Uh, the NFL, it, you know, baseball is now a regional sport. Uh, people don't get fired up to watch Sunday night baseball and watch the Yankees, the Red Sox anymore. They'd rather watch football or basketball or watch Netflix, you know? Mm. Uh, So I don't think baseball will ever have the market share it once did. I don't think, I don't know that it's ever going to be truly a national sport ever again, where everybody just hangs on what the Yankees are doing every game, but it is still a very successful business and it's a better game the way it's played this year with, you know, more action and, and, and the pitch clock in play.
0: Uh, So you're great of Manfred's tenure then so far, he seems to have gotten better after Uh, presiding over the Astros cheating scandal and letting all the players off, which he admitted was a mistake. Uh, But some of these things you just talked about have been good moves by Manfred.
1: Yeah, it's really weird. Baseball, really, since Bart Giamatti, I'm not sure any any baseball fans want to like any baseball. You know, the problem with the baseball commissioner is he really is just – an employee of the owners and a spokesman for the owners and nobody really likes owners and nobody (laughs) likes the person who who stands there as a human shield for the owners. Um, so like Bud Selig, I thought was unfairly criticized. I thought he brought the game into the modern age in a great way. Uh, and he was capable of building consensus with owners who hated each other and getting things done. I don't think, you know, if you hired somebody and said, Hey, we're, if you hired somebody other than Bud at that time, said you're the finisher, make the game better, and that person had, you know, not played the game the way Bud did, things wouldn't have gotten done. He, you had to have a consensus builder to get those things done. Um, Manfred, I, I find him stiff and awkward and unlikable, mm. but the game to me is moving in the right direction, so I got to get past that, you know, the easy bias against him and say that I do think he's doing the right things in a lot of ways right now.
0: Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at Five Sports with Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.